Hello fellow safety and health professional and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. No matter what we've done, there comes a point where you think, how did I get here? When are they going to discover that I am in fact a fraud and take everything away from me? Believe it or not, that's a quote from the hugely successful actor Tom Hanks during a national public radio interview in 2016. Even though he had won two Academy Awards and was in over 70 films and TV shows, Hanks also said he still doubted his abilities. Have you ever felt like that? Like you were an imposter at work who would one day get found out? If you have, you are experiencing imposter syndrome, which is more common than you might think. I was surprised when I researched the syndrome to discover how many books and articles have been written on the subject. Now, imposter syndrome was first described by psychologists Susan Imes and Pauline Rose Clance in the 1970s. Another thing I found surprising about the syndrome is that according to psychologists, it is usually high achievers, like Tom Hanks, who suffer from it, and that it can cause anxiety, depression, and even bouts of low self-esteem. If you get a new position or have a challenging project put on your plate, it can trigger the imposter syndrome. I've experienced it when I was first chosen to be a speaker at NASA, this was about a decade ago, at the Space Center in Houston. I was thrilled. I couldn't believe that that was going to be me up there on stage at NASA in Houston. I went around telling everybody about it, about my big talk, and I couldn't wait to get on stage. My head was in the clouds for days. But then after a bit, I began to experience the imposter syndrome after the excitement died down for me. And for a while, I was afraid that I would fail because I wasn't good enough to speak at NASA, that they would discover that I really didn't know what I was doing. But there was no turning back at that point. The date was already set. I did, however, try a few tactics that I'd learned, and they reduced my imposter anxiety. I want to pass them on to you because they may help you too. First, review your experience. The next time, begin to fall into the clutches of the imposter syndrome. Review your experience. It may increase your confidence in your abilities. That helped me a lot to feel more comfortable about the NASA gig. By reviewing my history as a professional speaker and noting the many keynotes I'd given, even ones to difficult audiences, and I didn't expect this to be a difficult audience, But I realized that I had spoken to all different types of audiences all throughout the country and other countries. And when I realized that, the Houston gig didn't seem so formidable. I was still nervous. I still was excited and hoping I did a good job. But I felt like, you know, I know how to do this. And I'll just go out there and do my best. And I'm sure that it will work out. So reviewing my experience helped me, and it could do the same for you. Even if the work experience you have doesn't match up exactly with your new endeavor, just realizing the successes you've had with other assignments could go a long way in giving you a boost of confidence. 
Another thing you can do, which I did with my manager, Michelle Lucia, she's the woman who orchestrates my different talks, and she's the one who told me about the NASA gig in the first place. Ask a trusted friend about how they feel you'll do. If you doubt your abilities, ask them if they think you will be able to do this. Don't just ask your friend if she thinks you can handle the task in question, but also find out why he or she thinks you will or won't succeed. Now, if there's areas your friend thinks you need to improve before you take on the new job or project, that's fine. In fact, it's a good thing. It doesn't mean you're not a solid fit for the challenge. It just gives you something to work on that will ensure better results and help eliminate your doubts. Plus, it'll give you something to take action on to improve your abilities that will occupy your mind and body with something positive. You won't just be sitting there worrying. You should also appraise yourself. Make out a list of the skills you have that will show you are not an imposter. This isn't a bragging session not there just to boost your ego. It's a way for you to see in writing what you have to offer. Show the list to your trusted friend and see what he or she has to say about it. Chances are your friend will boost your confidence by adding skills to the list you hadn't considered. Michelle said, I'd be fine. I do a good job. She said, just make sure you prepare, that you're ready for it. In fact, that's my final point and suggestion. Prepare. Make sure you're prepared. Going on stage without proper preparation can be a nightmare. Yes, I confess there were times years ago when I was too confident in my abilities. It was the opposite of the imposter syndrome. And I didn't prepare adequately. And sometimes in the middle of a talk I would realize that I should have spent more time on this. But I don't have that problem anymore. Not preparing enough, whether it's for a safety and health meeting, an inspection, a job interview, that's a sure way to feel like you're an imposter. On the other hand, being well prepared makes you look like the gifted safety and health professional that you are.